with authority. Dave, first, thanks for joining us. Uh, Larry Beal, Casey Pratt, uh, and Dave Cavill. Dave, for the benefit of the viewers out there who don't know the details about this project, I'm just going to do like introduction to Howard Terminal yeah. in 30 to 45 seconds, and then you know if I if I stumble on anything, correct me. But otherwise, we'll, then we'll get really into the term sheet presented by the City of Oakland today. So, uh, in summation, folks, A is looking for a new stadium for many years. Decided on Howard Terminal, went through a number of obstacles and barriers to get to the point where they could come up with a term sheet. Was essentially that's their offer to the city. Uh, we can do this if you do this. We come together and we build a new ballpark on the waterfront at Howard Terminal. Uh, that was sent in January, revealed publicly in April, and now we've got a vote coming up on Tuesday, July 20th, on a term sheet, which brings us to today. Now, the term sheet that was revealed by the city is very different from what you proposed uh, back in January and revealed publicly in April. So I want to go over the stumbling points here with you and Casey, because one of the the major issues here, and at one point uh, we were told earlier in the week there was a a $500 million gap. I'm looking at the, the numbers now, and I see $351 million that you seem to be separated by, and a lot of it regards the off-site infrastructure development plan. Uh, there, there's two plans. One is, is an IFD that's at the, the stadium location. The other is off-site. So correct me if I'm wrong. Is that the major stumbling block where we stand at this moment? Well, I think one of the key um, challenges with the city's term sheet that they released this morning on Friday morning is that it lacks specifics. You know, it has this $352 million in offsite infrastructure, but it doesn't really articulate who pays for it. And one of the things that we've really been asking for for some time is some certainty on this project. You know, we've spent almost five years on two downtown locations. First, the Laney College location, which didn't work, and then now Howard Terminal. And that's why we really need to vote this summer on Tuesday, hopefully, Um, affirming the financial framework between the two parties. And the current proposal that they articulated really doesn't do that. And so we're hopeful that between now and then, you know, changes could be made and we could get closer on that. But that's a huge, huge gap that we have and and really why the term sheet that was released today was really a step backwards. Now, Dave, I know you guys have been negotiating closely right up until this deadline. I have my orange Sharpie here. I have the term sheet here. How much of this is actually acceptable and agreed to by you guys. Because my understanding right now is that if they vote on this term sheet, it's not agreed to by the A's, which may as well just constitute a no vote. So how far apart are we at this moment and how much more time do you have before Tuesday, if any? We're, we're very far apart. You know, that $352 million, our proposal has the city creating the offsite IFD to fund that with the project revenues that our project will generate. Um, Right now, the proposal back to us kind of kicks the can down the road for another couple months or maybe six months to determine who pays for what. And that's really difficult for us because it's hard to continue to move forward with this project, not knowing what the economic terms are. You know, we're just trying to get some certainty. And remember, this is still a non-binding vote um, on how this thing is going to be structured. And And that's why I think we're hopeful that maybe the city council would just consider our original proposal, the one that we 
uh, put forward originally to the city in January and then publicly in April as something that they know if they vote yes on that, we know we have a deal. That is something we agree with. But obviously what happened today is something that's, that's very different. So that proposal you put forth has an offsite IFD. It covers the money. We have that $359 million we're looking at here, 351.9, excuse me. So how do you think an offsite IFD would work? Because the city believes it would hurt their general fund. I know that people in the neighborhood of that IFD have to agree to it. I mean, I don't see how they would ever agree to and jump in on this and raise their taxes. You need two thirds from the community or a fourth of them could basically send this into an election. So how are you gonna make a deal that actually includes the offsite IFD? Cause it doesn't even look that possible to be honest. Well, keep in mind, it's not raising taxes on anyone. It's just taking taxes they would already have paid and directing them to be spent in their local community. So I actually think if you ask some of those folks who live there and I've actually talked to many of them, our office is there, um, that actually is a positive because you're directing your property taxes into your local neighborhood to improve things like, you know, sea level rise resiliency, um, other aspects of, you know, infrastructure, roads, sewers, all the things necessary to make a city run, which we feel is something that the city really needs to be responsible for. We, we're going to focus on all the on-site and all the overages and everything that goes from that. And that's going to be a huge investment, hundreds of millions of dollars but we really have this threshold item where we really need the city's help to handle some of these offsite deferred maintenance items that have been out there for, for many, many years. So Dave, is there a chance that Alameda County, because they would stand to benefit from this. And when we had you on with Nate Miley for a while, obviously, you know, there's a lot of acrimony here about how the process has evolved and, and, and Nate goes back, you know, over many stadium and arena proposals. Could they kick in some money? And what about the state? Because I know at one point, Governor Newsom uh, appeared to be a yes on this project. Is there any money that could come from elsewhere to make up this gap of 351.9 million? I think those are all possibilities. And you know, um, those are areas that we've really encouraged the city to reach out and make progress on. And we'll obviously help them through that. Um, because obviously I think all these entities, the state, the county, obviously the city knows the benefits of having a professional baseball team here understands the benefits of having you know housing including affordable housing at the waterfront and really improving the access to the waterfront 18 acres of public open space there's so many benefits this project brings so i think that could be a good solution that's something that we're not against in any way and we can help but we're kind of running out of time because you know we've set this deadline because we really need to know you know we've been talking about this for four or five months it's not no surprise and we need to come to some type of understanding of what a partnership could be. But the deadline, in a sense, is artificial. It's done good and bad. Good being a ton of work has been done on this. A lot of progress has been made since the deadline. But on the other hand, they're going to have to vote on something where they don't have all the information. You just mentioned the county could sign on, the state could sign on, but we don't know that yet. So if a vote happens on 720 on this piece of paper, is there progress to be made? Is this a positive thing or is this a negative thing in your mind? The proposal today, if it was voted on and that was the only thing considered, would would not be success for this project and for the A's in Oakland. You know, we have a proposal that does work for us that they're welcome to vote on. We respectfully ask for them to vote on that. I think that actually makes more sense, the one from April. 
or a close derivative of that. We've actually already made changes to that. We've said we'll go up to 30 years non-relocation. You know, we've actually been working in good faith to make concessions, but by the same token, just something that doesn't have the details, that is not something we agree to, that is not going to be a constructive path forward. All right. Uh, you mentioned 30 years non-relocation. That is something that, that you've opt. To me, to be quite honest, um, it's not much of a chip to throw in because if you've just built a, a billion dollar stadium, you're not leaving after 20 years. So I, I, don't, I don't even know why that was an issue, to be quite honest. But you mentioned affordable housing in your previous statement, and that seems to be the other major stumbling block here because, the, well, first of all, the law requires, uh, I believe it's 30 percent in a project of this size to be affordable housing. I did not see that in your proposal. Where are you on affordable housing? Well, very simple. One, obviously, any laws that exist, we'll adhere to all those standards on-site or off-site. But beyond that, we're pledging the $450 million that can be used for community benefits, including affordable. And it's really at the discretion of the city and community how they want to spend that. But that could actually fund hundreds and hundreds of units of affordable housing at different income levels. So, you know, keep in mind, without the project, none of that's going to be funded. So I think it's a net positive for housing in the East Bay, you know, if the parties can agree to move forward with, with our proposal. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. It seems like you guys are talking past each other because you're saying, yeah, we're going to generate an extra $450 million that wouldn't otherwise exist without this stadium. And the city is saying, yeah, maybe, maybe we want your guarantee from your owner, billionaire John Fisher, that he's pledging this money that will go specifically to affordable housing. Is that a correct view of what's happened here? Well, we stand behind the $450 million that we're pledging. You know, obviously it's related to the private dollars that are invested in the entire project as a whole. And its timing could change depending on how things are built out. But it's real source of money that can be very positive for the community. And we're hopeful that the city will see that as a positive piece of our project and realize that it's something that's going to be a net benefit for everyone. But you see that, that where this and I understand where the council is coming from, because um, they want to guarantee what they don't want is, oh, the A's didn't generate enough revenue as expected in their proposal. And now we're, we're left with less than the affordable housing we thought we were going to get because they didn't hit the 450 or, or whatever number they think they need. So do you see where the rub is here? Yeah, and, and that's why we've been really clear with the city that, you know, we can make this level of investment. It's a big number. You know, remember down in San Jose, Google is pledging only 200 million for community benefits. Their project is significantly larger than ours. So I think it's important to understand that you know, these projects can only support so many um, costs. And we are investing huge amounts in community benefits, affordable housing, union labor, environmental justice and air quality efforts, and obviously building the stadium. And holistically, if you look at all those things, this is project is a winner. And maybe it's not just an affordable housing project, but it has infrastructure that's important for the, the estuary. It has union jobs, which is important for people to have living wages. It has a new ballpark so the A's can be here for generations. All those things are important to evaluating whether or not this makes sense. And we're just hopeful that the council looks at it holistically when they make a decision. 
So you said you'd adhere to the laws on the affordable housing. I know in this document, it says 30%, 30% is the standard. They have a similar thing going on at the Oakland Army Base redevelopment. So has that concession been made since the city council study session? Because it seemed like there was an impasse there during that session. Has anything changed? I think that was a little bit of miscommunication, Casey. So like we were, we've always had in all our documents that whatever um, state, county, or um, you know, ordinances existed for things like affordable housing, or, you know, for instance, like we have to work with the California Air Resource Board to get permits. We understand that's just part of doing the project. So I think that's going to happen regardless. The question is, is how we dedicate this stream of revenue, the 450 million, how it comes in, the timing of it, who's backstopping it, things of that nature, I think are more what's in play in terms of the negotiation. Um, but in terms of those base standards, those are all things that we would adhere to. Absolutely. So I, I, I'm not sure if that's really a yes. Is that is that an issue that's been removed from the table? I, 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 I mean, from, it, our, from our perspective, I think we've offered a really comprehensive plan. I know the city and some of the community groups want more and I, you know, they should advocate for more. That's That's their role, that's fine. We're at a point now where we feel like we've made a proposal, we've edited it. The proposal has obviously been informed by lots of input from the community and the civic leaders. And we have something we can agree to and we just need to know if it works. And it may not work. I'm hopeful that they'll look at it and say, hey, overall, this is a real winner. Um, but certainly what they sent us this morning is a massive departure from that and really doesn't have the specifics to even understand if we have a deal or not. So I find that interesting only because if you listen to the statement Libby Schaff made today, we appreciate the A's working with us to reach consensus on nearly all financial terms. So how do you respond to that? Because it seems like we're not quite there on nearly all financial terms. No, I mean, I think, I think the, the challenge is, is that we want more definition on these outstanding items like the 350 million and who pays for it. And, you know, just, kicking that forward to September, October, the end of the year, that doesn't really accomplish what we were trying to get to with this vote, which is a financial framework that works for the ACE, that works for the city and works for the community to see if it can work. And remember, this is a non-binding agreement. If we can't come to a non-binding agreement, like to get to a full binding agreement in September, October would probably be just impossible. So, so we think it's important to fight for something that actually has teeth in it that actually has these items identified and negotiated in a meaningful way. And we remain hopeful that through the weekend and into Tuesday that we could still get there, but we're not there now. Well, I mentioned this I, earlier. It's kind of a chicken and the egg thing though, because the 720 date is moved up, but you know, you can't get the answers that you need before that date. So if they vote on this term sheet, you're saying it's a bust. And I know that you gave them your term sheet in January and released it publicly in April. So They've had it for a while, but I mean, how can you possibly expect a deal to be made on 720 when they might be voting on a term sheet you don't even agree with? I, I just don't know that I'm quite well, understanding how they our, can move our forward. Our proposal, Casey, that exists has been out there like for months and months and months is always something that could be voted on. We've been asking for that for, for a long time. We've made concessions on it. We've changed the you know, non-relocation numbers and things like that. We'd be open to other changes around the edges You know, that's a close derivative, um, but it has to have the certainty and the key pieces of the puzzle um, established for it to really mean anything. And that's what we're looking for on the 20th. And, and we remain hopeful we can get there. 
I, I honestly, I just don't see how you're going to make up almost 352 million over the weekend, essentially, unless Alameda County comes through. And we've already heard Nate Miley say they're not doing anything till September. Yes, or unless, yeah. all right. So th that's that's a non-starter, uh, at least in the window that we're talking about. And certainly, you know, whatever the, the governor may want to chip in in assistance, we're not going to know that by 7:20. So what what this and I'm what what I'm holding up here is the the city council term sheet right. their offer, right. uh, and uh, feel free to to not answer this because you have to deal with them. I don't. Um, but what this really does is it gives the city council political cover, PR cover, to say, we want Howard Terminal. Look, here, we got all the pages, everything. Here's what we need. It's the A's that won't come up with the money to make this work. But we want the deal. We're trying to get the deal done. It's just we want the deal structured this way. So they can, they're voting yes on their own thing, but they're not really addressing your project, at least not not to the tune of uh, the 352 million that, that you're a part. So I, I just don't know what happens on 720. Let's just assume that they take a vote. You, I mean, I don't know. You're going to spend 24, 48, 72 hours awake trying to negotiate this out. I don't, good luck to you there. But what happens on 720 when they vote, yo, yeah, vote yes on this and you go, that's not our deal. What happens? Well, this is our last at bat in Oakland. It's our last location that works for us. We already struck out at Laney College. We need a downtown urban location for this to work. The Coliseum is not an option. And so if we can't get certainty or a shared vision with the council, then Howard Terminal will also not be an option and we'll run out of options in Oakland. And that would be very sad. We do not want that to happen. We've been fighting harder than anyone. We're the only team that's really even fought to stay. And we've put out an incredible visionary proposal for a waterfront ballpark that we pay for. And we just need a partner who's willing to get to yes and get to a point where we vote yes on something that makes sense for us. But couldn't you just say after Tuesday, look, let's figure out how to close the gap on, on 351.9. There's nothing that says you have to walk away from the table when they say yes to their proposal on Tuesday. You could keep going and going and going. And the fact of the matter, as you've said several times here, this is non-binding. So even if they said yes to your proposal, there's no guarantee that you'd really get anywhere by a, a binding vote, let's say, in the fall. But we've spent three and a half years on the Howard Terminal part of this plan, working on things like how this offsite infrastructure is going to be paid for, if there's going to be an offsite IFD, and we haven't been able to get consensus. So mm -hmm. we've had plenty of time. We've spent 18 months in very detailed negotiations with eight or 10 people on each side, three meetings a week discussing this. I don't think more time is the answer. It's whether or not the city and the key stakeholders have the political will and really the shared vision of what we're proposing. And I can't answer that. It's a public policy decision. All we're asking for is a decision because we've been going sideways for too long. Our lease only goes through 2024. Our, the building we play in is 10 years past its useful life. And we need and we owe it to everyone to find some sort of resolution here. Has there been any efforts on your end to extend that lease past 2024? There have been. We made um, or we had conversations last year with the JPA to extend it, but they um, basically tabled those conversations and said it wasn't something that worked for them at the time. So we kind of view 2024 as a pretty hard 
date that we have only that amount of time. Dave, you know, I talked to everybody, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's what I love. So about I talk, yeah, I talked to the JPA. I talked to the executive director, Henry Gardner. He not only said he would entertain an extension, he said that he never, ever got official paperwork asking for a lease extension. So are you saying these conversations were just in passing? Has there been ever any official no, was, action made? It was made? a detailed negotiation where letters and different, um, they set up a negotiating team with Larry Reed and also Ignacio um, De La Fuente, who used to sit on the JPA board and myself and Taj Deshambe, who runs government affairs for the A's. And the four of us with Henry as kind of the key middle person had a series of negotiations in 2020, but it did not um, lead to any deal. So so that's new news that you just articulated to me. And obviously I, I talked to Henry this morning. I testified at the JPA meeting on some other matters. And obviously I, I will continue conversations with him at any point. Yeah, he did say that there was a, a conversation in spring 2020, but no official documents, no official requests, no official anything has come in. So I know that they're amenable to extending that lease. And I know that you will now go back to him and pick up that ball where it it's always where it's apparently Henry. dropped. He does. He does a great job. Henry does a great job at the JPA. All right. Now I'm I have a question off. too. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go Larry. Ahead, go ahead. I'll no, 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 no. You right. go. $500 million was what I last heard you were a part. I see the 351.9 million. Does that mean the numbers dropped or is there other aspects of this deal that you're also a part on? There are other things like the condo transfer fees that's in there that are articulated that also are things that are additional taxes on the project that we've not agreed to. So the total gap actually is is substantially higher. Um, but there are things that obviously we can continue to have conversations with with the city and the negotiating team to see if we can, you know, find a creative solution on all that stuff. I'm just at a loss here as to how, I, I feel like you guys are so close yet so far because it really seems to come down to, they need this extra money or the, the city needs or wants the extra money, the, the 352, I'm just gonna round up. And you're saying the vehicle to get there is this second IFD infrastructure tax district, which the city does not want to go for. What's the city objection to creating? And I know I'm asking you to speak on behalf of the people you're negotiating with, so apologies, but what is their objection to that second, that offsite tax district? You know, I, I have not heard a good reason why they're against it. I think it's a great vehicle to take advantage of the fact that the ballpark and our development is going to be a catalyst for the entire area. I mean, look at Oracle Park. I used to live there on Petrero Hill in 1999 and there was nothing around it. And now there's a hospital, an arena, housing, restaurants, bars, all those people paying property taxes that's going back to the city of San Francisco in a positive way. All we're saying is let's use that lift that gets created to actually fund the infrastructure, the roads, the sewers, the sea level stuff, for those actual blocks, for those actual locations off-site. It's not even on our site. And it's a really, I think, creative and good solution. It was used at Mission Bay um, in San Francisco. It's used at Treasure Island. It was used in San Diego with Petco. And I think it's a really innovative and creative way to solve this. And I remain optimistic that they might come around and go for that. But, but wait a second. Those IFDs are for properties on-site. Isn't that correct? Because oh, Mission Bay included the entire area. 
Okay, because so, my understanding was yeah. the Warriors paid the cost for all of that. Um, I'd have to circle back on well, that. Well, the Warriors but, is a little different because everything was already built out. You have to really look okay. at AT&T when nothing was there. It was just an industrial port facility. And right. all the things that went in when they extended the Muni, when they put in new roads, when they put in new um, you know, sea level improvements, all these types of things were paid for by tax increment. And that was a great thing. And that enabled a hospital to go in, an arena to go in, and a lot of other economic activity and, and job creation. And we're looking for a similar model in Oakland, and we think it can be a winner. Now I'm looking at it here. The franchise valuation, the A's is skyrocketed. I think if you get a waterfront stadium, it's going to go to the moon. So the question is with all the money you've invested so far, with all the time and energy you've invested so far, why would it be worth it to walk away and go to Vegas when you know that you have a very rich owner that can afford to pay for this and the valuations are going to be incredible if you can pull it off? Well, that's why we're, proposing to invest billions of dollars at the waterfront on a scale that's never been seen um, in the East Bay or Oakland. And so we, we are willing to do that. And, and that's what our proposal is, is to build the ballpark, which will cost more than a billion dollars, invest in the on-site infrastructure, which is three or 400 million, invest in the community benefits, all these different things, union labor, the air quality improvements from AB 734, our state legislation, all those things are coming out of our, our pocketbook and are gonna be a net benefit. And so, so in some ways we are doing that with the private dollars that we're willing to put in to the Oakland waterfront. Dave, I thought ride the wave was the motto of the baseball team. It really seems like it's the motto of the stadium saga at the moment. <laughs> I don't disagree, Casey, I don't disagree. Yeah, yeah. I know we could talk in circles about this all day, but is there any good news? Like what has come out of the last few days? Is there any good news we can look towards heading into 720? Well, I mean, we, we continue to have conversations, you know, with the mayor, with her team. And, you know, we have a proposal in front of the city that they could vote on. So I'm, I'm happy that we have that, you know, stake in the ground. We are willing to make, you know, concessions around the margin there. We've said that we've made some already. And I'm just hoping that people understand that this this is a real decisive moment that voting yes on something that we don't agree to that doesn't have any specifics is not a solution here. And that this really is our last at bat in Oakland and we need a decision in a positive way. And we remain hopeful we'll get there. I wanna pick up on something you just said there because Mayor Schaaf said the other day on a radio interview that if you guys don't get a vote on a term sheet you agree with, Major League Baseball will open up six other markets including Canada. Is that true or is that old news? Because right now it seems like you have parallel paths, but that could throw your relocation timeline into complete chaos. That's completely at the discretion of Major League Baseball and the commissioner. You know, we've been focused on the parallel paths of Southern Nevada and Oakland. We've invested in both of those. They've been important. We've gained momentum down in Las Vegas, and that's been the direction of, of, of MLB. And so that could change theoretically if, if, we don't get a positive outcome on Tuesday, but it would just be speculation to, to say how that could play out. Well, I, I also just don't think you're going to get the dollars from Nevada, you know, whatever district you end up in, um, that the Raiders got, um, because they're already seeing they've had to dip into their general fund twice to make up for, uh, now obviously the, the pandemic had a big impact on the, the tax revenue generated, but 
that that deal as it was structured, I don't think is going to be beneficial in the long run. We could, you know, get economists to weigh in on that. Um, I, I guess, you know, we keep framing this as the, the last at bat, and I'm just not certain that it really is. Because if you guys keep, you could keep negotiating into the summer and, and close the gap on this, we, you know, you might be able to get something. It's not like, if Libby Schaff calls you on Wednesday, uh, 721, are you not answering her call? I mean, like, <laughs> or, I mean what least, are we doing? We, we always are willing to talk, but I think this is an important and decisive moment to understand if the city council is gonna weigh in in favor of the vision we've set forth, this bold vision for a privately financed ballpark and development at the estuary, the Oakland estuary. And we just need to know. And obviously, if it's not an outcome that's positive, it's not something that we agree to, that will be an important data point in how we view the next phase and whether or not that phase will even exist. Real quick, before we let you go, is there yeah. an alternative is there an alternative to this offsite IFD? Because it seems extremely difficult. Is there any other way outside well, of what we've already talked about that can fund that aside from the county and the state? Is there anything else you can do? Those are the options that I know exist. You know, maybe the city could come up with other things. I don't know. Um, but that's that's the type of, you know, creative option, the offsite IFD that could solve it. And they'd be able to vote on that on Tuesday because you would know that they control that. So we'll see what happens and we'll see if they adopt that um, uh, on the 20th. All right, just my own side commentary. The, the way the negotiations have worked, I've never seen anything quite like this. And I've seen a lot of deals done where you're negotiating with the mayor and her people. So the A's and the mayor are together, but the city council is then taking their own swings later on. Normally, the city council and the mayor work together. You guys all sit down in, in one room and get it done. But this is, this is just unusual. So, all right, uh, to put this in perspective, because you've got other things to do, what I heard in the past half hour is you will follow the laws on affordable housing. So the A's have committed to that. That's a thumbs up. Mm -hmm. You have amended your position on non-relocation. You upped that from your initial proposal of 20 to now 30 years. I think the, the city still wants more than that. I, I, to me, that's a non-issue because as I said, if you spend a billion or 12 billion, you're staying. You're not abandoning your own park. I mean, what are you gonna do, turn into a zoo? So that's, 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 well, that's off the table for me. It really comes down to whether you can close the gap with the 352 million that the city says is in question with an off-site infrastructure tax district. And if you can come together and either, either figure, they say, yes, we'll agree with your numbers, or we don't agree with your numbers, we're punting on that second tax district. Uh, now it's up, the ball is up to you. How do you make up the, the money gap? Is that a clear picture of where we stand today as we record this? Yeah, Larry, I think that's a great overview of the current situation You know, on, on Friday afternoon here. Um, obviously, it's a fluid situation. It's changing. There's a lot of different parties involved, like the mayor and the council. But that's kind of where we stand right now. And, you know, we're hoping that some of these areas where there's a gap, because it's a pretty big gap, can get bridged. But we don't we don't know yet. And time will tell. You know what I hear? Yeah. I hear the progress has been made, Dave. I think progress has been made. Well, that I mean, we remain hopeful. That's why we keep fighting for this. And it's an incredible project. And we really want it to happen. Yeah. So the last thing that I would just throw out there is, is sort of the, 
way down the line scenario that has, has been raised, and that is if you get the no vote, at some point does Major League Baseball say um, there's other owners in the Bay Area that would step to the plate to buy this franchise. At this point, are the A's for sale? Would they be willing to entertain an offer? No, the team is not for sale. Okay. That was clear. And you are, you're you're no. a part owner now, right? Yeah. yeah ever, I've, John and I have been partners, you know, for over 10 years. So. Got it. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that was, that well, was a quick answer. That go. was the quickest answer man. you've ever given us. Yeah, it might have been, Larry. It might have been. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> clear and concise. I like there that. There we go. We're working together. We're making progress. The two of us. Yes, we there. are. Casey, you, you've done the, the bulk of the research on this. You want to wrap it up from your perspective? No, I just want to make sure talks are ongoing, right? Yes. Yes, they are. They are. Perfect. So I can see another one of these soon. Get rid of that one. All right. I will tell. Uh, but no, I appreciate, guys, I really do appreciate the coverage. I think this additional content and being able to really explain it is very valuable. So thank you. Dave, I'm going to check you, my Dave. couch to see if I have about 350 million <laughs> in coins, just loose coins. And if I can find it, it's yours and we get this thing done. He only needs Deal? a small ownership easy. for all those it's coins. It's easy. It's easy. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. All right. All right. To Thank you, Dave. This Dave is, thanks so this much. This is the only way to do this, to be honest. We need time. This is a very complex issue. So thank you yeah. for taking the time. Yeah, yeah I agree with it. All thanks, right. guys. Take care. Right. With authority.